Live from the SoCap Comedy Theater in beautiful downtown Toronto, it's End the Scotch Eggs Comedy Game Showdown. Please welcome your host, Dan Donnelly. Hello, 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 and welcome everybody to And a Scotch Eggs Comedy Game Showdown. Thank you. We do a mixed quiz show, panel show type show here. Are you guys familiar with the genre? See a lot of them on British TV. No, excellent. So you'll learn all about it today. Uh, we do a whole bunch of things, and today's theme is Looney Tunes, all about animation. So let's talk a little bit about animation. Uh, it's a bit of an old stereotype that animation in the West has traditionally been thought of as a children's medium, thanks to uh, someone's influence. Well, on the other hand, Japan was much quicker to catch on to its potential as a medium for adult entertainment. Well, not that kind of adult entertainment. Okay, also that kind of adult entertainment. But if you know where to look, even the House of Mouse had its darker side. <laughs> and even the Looney Tunes haven't always been great for kids. And I'm not just talking about the rumors about Elmer Fudd's original voice actor liking little boys. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> we don't want to wake your parents. God bless you, Gilbert, we'll miss you. Sorry, I had to do that in tribute to Gilbert Gottfried, who we lost uh, last week. But uh, this is even on top of the fact that many people have argued that the design of lots of early cartoon characters evolved from blackface, which makes it especially strange when they put blackface on their blackface in a strange double blackface Trudeau squared kind of incident. I guess they could go into politics. Believe it or not, this is the least offensive image I could find from this gem, which I highly recommend you not watch. <laughs> but you would think in a medium where they literally draw things frame by frame, they'd notice when things sometimes don't look quite right. I mean, <laughs> honestly, guys, not to say they weren't sometimes ahead of their time. Help, nephew, I'm stuck in the washing machine. I... I spent more time than I'd like to admit today trying to do that in a Donald Duck voice and could, could not do it. Uh, but in the end, animation is sometimes grueling work. So maybe it's okay that uh, the animators get a little bit of a release. All right, we're gonna get the show started in just a moment, but first we have a word from our sponsor, Fansubs. Fansubs, do you like to consume your Japanese media seasoned with the most awkward possible English? Then Fansubs might be for you. With fansubs, you can treat yourself to long-winded translator notes explaining the obvious, walls of text offering bizarre analysis, and of course, definitions of Japanese words they could have just translated in the first place. Fansubs, for when you're too cheap for Crunchyroll or you're just watching porn. Fansubs, they're still better than Netflix. All right, guys, are you ready to get the show started? All right, we're gonna bring up your two teams of contestants. First, we have the Scooby Gang. Please welcome Sarah Ashby. Ryan Beveridge. And 
Jade and Nicole. And up against the Scooby Gang, their mortal enemies, the Sailor Senshi. Please welcome Will Noy. Please welcome Freddie Jan. And please welcome Sebastian Chow. All right, we're just going to get things set up a little bit. All right, we're going to get started with a pop quiz. All right, guys, the first question, the category is Fantastic Beasts. In the recent Pixar movie, Turning Red, 13-year-old girl and part-time red panda, Mei Lin Lee, lives in an animated version of Toronto. What features of our beautiful city does the movie showcase? More weed shops and Starbucks. <laughs> Very good. Please ring in with your answer. Yes, Freddie. The Young and Dundas Race War. <laughs> 25 points. Oh. Sarah. Uh, the Toronto Spider-Man yelling slurs at small children. Uh, an important fixture of our fair city. 100 points. Anyone else? Ada. Toronto Xanta harassing children. <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, the TTC shutting down because of jumpers. Oh, no. <laughs> well. Discovering the incredible ma amount of overlap between crackheads and street preachers. Ooh. That's true. Unexpected, but uh, an important... Yeah, it blew my mind. It was a plot twist. I didn't see that. <laughs> I was talking to you about Jesus. I'm like, can I get three bucks? He's like, wow. He's trying to see Jesus. <laughs> It's the only preacher you can have sex with once you're an adult. It's good. Uh, oh, no. All right. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on from there. Uh, so the uh, real answer, of course, is uh, we see the CN Tower and the Sky Dome and the TTC streetcars. And, of course, they said it in 2002, so they could have had uh, a scene of Rob Ford smoking crack, which was nice. Uh, I think it got deleted along with the gay content. Did anybody hear about that? They took out the gay subplots in Turning Red. Are we supposed to clap or something? No. I just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next question. The category is Smarter Than Average. The HBO Max series Jellystone is the first show to feature many classic Hanna-Barbera characters in 30 years. That's right. 1991 was 30 years ago. <laughs> Among other changes, <laughs> what is Yogi Bear's new occupation? Sebastian. He became his own boss by selling Herbalife. <laughs> his, his new job was getting his name out of uh, T.J. Miller's mouth. <laughs> Sarah? Yeah, he started to be an online content creator, uh, and you can find him on OnlyFans at Yogi Bear Ass. <laughs> nice, nice. 69 points. Hey, boo-boo, hey, you want to do a collab? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyone else? All right. Uh, so the actual answer is that Yogi Bear is uh, now a doctor, but he uh, also spends a lot of time bedazzling stolen picnic baskets for his Etsy store. So that's uh, always a nice side gig. Wait. What's that? Yogi Bear is a doctor now? <laughs> Yogi Bear is a doctor now. Dr. Yogi Bear to you. <laughs> My apologies, Dr. Bear. <laughs> For sure he's given out illegitimate prescriptions. Like, oh, Yogi yeah. will hook it up. Yeah. But he treats boo-boos. 
He's teaching yoga classes. <laughs> yogi, yogi. I will say, if the first few episodes of the of the new season are any indication, his part time job is also like satisfying the creator's vor and inflation fetish. <laughs> Every single episode, he's either swallowed by a giant or inflated. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, moving on to the next question. The category is Welcome to Loneliness. In the anime Welcome to the NHK, protagonist Tatsuhiro Sato sets out to prove that he is not a worthless, unemployed, parasitic incel shut-in by doing what? Sebastian. Becoming his own boss by selling LuLaRoe. <laughs> 100 points. Ryan. Becoming an edgy open mic comedian, because that always makes everything better. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie? Making a six-hour response video to popular YouTube feminists. Yes. <laughs> Definitely not something those sorts of people do. Anybody else? Sebastian? He's designing NFTs. <laughs> Getting one of those millennial jobs that don't exist, like a uh, stay-at-home travel blogger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I was doing that for a while. It pays better than this, believe it or not. All right. Uh, anyone else? No, okay. Uh, so uh, he actually decides to make an erotic video game with his next door neighbor uh, that he also went to high school with to impress a girl. Yeah, I feel like that's less weird than, you know, some of the, I mean, than some of the ones we've been doing. You know? That's, that's yeah. true. <laughs> but you know, and also the same as some of the things that we've been doing. They say to stick with what you know, and I'm pretty sure that that guy knows a thing or two about a hentai game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, we're going to move on to the next question. The category is spiraling out. In the anime Naruto, why is the eponymous hero, Naruto Uzumaki, shunned by his fellow villagers? Sebastian. He keeps asking if they want to become their own boss with Niora. <laughs> I'm starting to get the impression that you have like 12 cases of overpriced laundry detergent in your bedroom closet. Would anyone care for a Cutco knife? <laughs> Uh, he, he runs like a weeb. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. 200 um, points. He has too many fedoras and not enough showers. <laughs> That's uh, Naruto fans, I think, you're thinking of. That's what I think you're thinking of. Yeah. Yes, Ryan. Yeah, he likes to talk about cryptocurrency a lot and his gains. I've <laughs> 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 met a few like that. <laughs> He calls them Naru tokens. Yeah. Oh, I bet that exists. I bet that exists. I will. Exist. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. performing an all Naruto circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes around and around and around. Uh, he keeps Sarah. pronouncing milk like milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than milk. His face is spirals. Wait, that's the other Uzumaki. <laughs> <laughs> also true. They don't like him because he's poor. Oh. They're classist. Oh. Uh, all right. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you, guys. Anybody else? <laughs> I got one more. All right. You've got one he more. He said Freddy. there's a very rich history behind the Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's enough. That's enough of that. So the uh, actual answer is that he possesses the nine-tailed beast, which is uh, you can also buy on baddragon.com. All right, uh, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving on to the next question. <laughs> uh, the category is Turner Classics. 
Timmy is an average kid who no one understands. Mom and Dad and Vicky always giving him demands. But all that changes when he gets what? Sarah. A gun. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show him. Early onset diabetes. <laughs> oh no. Oh, poor Timmy. Ryan. Eaten by a crocodile. <laughs> a life-changing opportunity to sell Kirby vacuums. Oh no. He just gets like really pissed. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, he Grey's Anatomies it and gets early onset Alzheimer's. Oh, no. <laughs> well, his mom's looking through his room and finds a lot of the neighborhood kids on a list. Oh, no. I guess that goes with the first answer, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, thanks, everybody. So uh, the, uh, the real answer is he gets fairy godparents. Also, we had this same question on the last show, and still nobody got it right. So <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> All right, the next question. The category is Shonen Pumped. In the Dragon Ball universe, what is more powerful than Goku? Sudoku. <laughs> Nine points arranged in a square. <laughs> Anyone else? Ryan. Mega Goku. <laughs> no. Sebastian. Goku, but with bigger hair. <laughs> That's true, but no. Will. He's less powerful than splitting one fight into 18 episodes. <laughs> Roku. <laughs> Roku. <laughs> Sarah? Vegeta's penis. <laughs> penis and Vegeta? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, that's, uh, I think we'll end on that one. Uh, so the real answer is uh, Zen O. The king of all, which is what that literally means. The next question, the category is under the sea. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants is best known for what catchphrase? Will. Let's kick that baby, baby. <laughs> Sarah. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> 50 points. Ready. Squeeze me, Patrick. Squeeze me till I'm dry. Uh, <laughs> Patrick, my barnacle is tingling. <laughs> oh, no. I've got 26 holes. Everybody pick one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Anybody else? Anybody else? All right. Well, his uh, actual catchphrase is, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So there you go. Nice. Moving on to the next... <laughs> Moving on to the next question. The category is Shingeki no Kyojin. In Attack on Titan, what makes the Titans so powerful? Freddy. Their inability to be kicked in the genitals. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Will. Uh, they don't wear any clothes to inhibit their movements. Ah, I tried that at martial arts practice once, and uh, it did not work. They're all on the keto diet. <laughs> That's true. You can eat all the people you want, but no potato. Muscles. <laughs> uh, correct. <laughs> Freddie. Semen retention. <laughs> <laughs> they take that Joe Rogan supplement power brain or something. <laughs> Which also leads to semen retention. <laughs> it's called brain of power. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, thank you guys. Uh, so the correct answer is eating their own children, uh, if you're a fan of Greek mythology, but also uh, they're just really big and, and fast. So that's it for the first pop quiz. Give your uh, panelists a hand. We're going to move on to uh, meet your contestants. Are you guys ready to meet these lovely people in front of you here? Uh, so we're going to start off with the Scooby gang. Uh, no, that's okay. okay. I understand. It's okay. I, I have to spend time with them. You chose to spend time with them for some reason. Uh, Sarah Ashby is an anime nerd and cartoon freak who looks like a combination of most animated characters put together. <laughs> Sarah... Which two animated characters would you consider to be your parents? Uh, so purely looks-wise, I want to say that him from Powerpuff Girls uh, is my dad. And then Johnny Bravo is my mom. Excellent. <laughs> but Excellent. my real parents do look exactly like Timmy Turner's mom and dad. <laughs> like with the hips and everything? <laughs> All right. It's part of the style. <laughs> All right, thank you, Sarah. Uh, moving on, Ryan Beveridge's favorite film as a child was Toy Story, though he struggles to emotionally handle the part when Buzz's wing comes off. Clearly, I will go sailing no more. Yeah, just can't deal with it. You know? <laughs> so, Ryan, what are your earliest memories of animation? I used to like the Disney films, and then... I had them on cassette, like the songs from those films, and then for I would sing them enthusiastically everywhere, like going to the supermarket, and I'd be like singing, I can show you the world. Shining, shivering, splendid. Or something, you know. So, yeah, songs, like, they're all connected with songs, you know, the memories of cartoons as a kid. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. It was a beautiful rendition of I Can Show You the World. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that means a lot. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, moving on uh, to our last Scooby Gang member. Ada Nicole is sad to, stay that, sad to say that she would just be a generic fish character in the world of SpongeBob SquarePants. Not anything cool like a squid or a sponge. Just a random blue fish who gets hit by a bus in a throwaway gag. <laughs> Ada, which episode of SpongeBob had the most profound impact on your childhood? Uh, when I was really young, I saw this one episode of SpongeBob where SpongeBob thinks that he's like killed like a famous clam or something, and he's like a suspect, so the police come uh, to his house. And I cried a lot as a kid, right? And in that episode, SpongeBob cried so much his eyeballs fell out. And I was, oh my God. I was deathly afraid that was going to happen to me. <laughs> so every single time it was like dark in my room, because it was night, I would like literally like check to see if my eyeballs were there. I like <laughs> lost object permanence because of SpongeBob. That is a horrifying story. I was, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm terrified. Do you think SpongeBob could like use eye drops or does he just like wring out his forehead into them? Okay, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> they can't all be gems, everybody. Think about that later. The Scooby Gang. Please give them a hand. You guys are great, but we're going to fucking crush you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it is now my pleasure to introduce the Sailor Senshi. <clears throat> oh. 
After consuming anime without the benefit of subtitles, Will Noy came to Toronto hoping to unlock his hidden bloodline abilities. Unfortunately, the only powers he unlocked were crippling social anxiety and a god-tier weed tolerance. <laughs> Will, how do you feel animation has impacted entertainment and media? Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> Shit. Just being generally fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> I think it's like if you... For real, though, if you look back through, like, the start of mass media and entertainment, animation was right there. Like, right way back in the beginning. Because I think it used to be cheaper. But now it's just, like, where people literally rip their ideas off from. Mm. Like, if you love The Matrix, watch the last ten minutes of Ghost in the Shell and just be like, oh, shit, this is where they got... It's literally shot for shot. <laughs> so I think animation has just made us people in the real world have to try fucking harder and that's good. I like that. Excellent. Excellent response. You got the job. <laughs> I am now boss of cartoons. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five? No, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Freddie Jan is an anemic binge drinker who temporarily transcends degeneracy through indulging in the high culture of anime and cartoons. <laughs> nice. Freddie, what anime would you say has made the most profound artistic contribution to society? That's a very good question. I Your would... questions are harder than their questions. I, I don't know, know why right? this is. <laughs> it's tough. I would, um, I would have to say most definitely the filler episodes of Naruto. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. They're just such profound, you know, interesting content. I know a lot of the, uh, a lot of the movies that we watch today are, expired, are inspired from it. The Godfather, Moonlight, La La Land. These are all inspired from the filler episodes of Naruto. Oh, that's yeah. true. But no, nobody was inspired by, like, the episode of Hunter, Hunter in, the, in the Chimera Ant arc where the, the whole episode is just one drop of sweat falling to the floor very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be Inception. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Freddie. And uh, lastly, but not least, Sebastian Chow has watched over 10,000 hours of anime, which is over three times longer than his longest relationship. Sebastian, having seen such an enormous amount of it, do you think anime is good? No. Anime was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start watching it. If you're watching it, it's too late. Well, I think we are all a lost cause, uh, destined to become crack-smoking street preachers, I think. <laughs> all right, uh, we're going to move on to the next section of the game. Give the uh, Sailor Senshi a hand. We're going to move on to the next section of the game called What the Hell is This? And What the Hell is This? We show our panelists a series of weird and wonderful images and ask them the eternal question, What the hell is this? All right, are you guys ready for your first image? Panelists, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh my god, that's so relatable. <laughs> that's so much better than my current apartment. Oh. Where do you fit all the Herbalife? <laughs> Oscar the Grouch origin story? Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of impressed by how smooth that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always thought Oscar the Grouch was bitten by a radioactive raccoon. Uh, <laughs> anyone else? All right. Uh, so this is from the series Noragami Aragoto, which is about a minor god who does menial tasks for people for five yen apiece. Sounds, uh, sounds exciting. All right. Are you guys ready for your next weird and wonderful image? Panelists, what the hell 
is this? Sarah. A good fucking time. <laughs> That's right. Will. Every member of the panel and every member of the audience after the fucking show. <laughs> and some of us before the show. Ada. This is one of those fucking sitcoms that's trying to be Rick and Morty again. <laughs> this is your brain on crack. <laughs> this is the future the liberals want. <laughs> that is true. This is a Pokemon 30 years in the future. <laughs> This is a bunch of pastors on the street. <laughs> this is just off the shore of Epstein's Island. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you see the little kids in the back? <laughs> this is also one of those Toronto scenes from Turning Red that they left out. <laughs> they gave the book, like, boobs made of crack. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. You know, if you, if you took one of those joints and stuck it right in front of it, though, then... Then what? It would be a drug It would be a drug deck. All right, that's all. It, it, would, it would be a drug oh, deck. It would be a yeah. drug deck. Because yeah. the, the cocaine would be the balls and the joint would be the dick. And then when you're smoking it, you could tell a joke that would be funny when you're high, but not when I'm telling it right now, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> This picture just keeps going along when I look at it. It's like a Mobius strip of debauchery. I fucking love it. I think it's the Bible with the piles of crack. Guys, is that Ash Ketchum? <laughs> I think it's Dipper Pines. That's what happens to champions, my friend. <laughs> that is a bra hanging from the ceiling. That is. All right, uh, anyone else? No. Okay, uh, this, is, uh, this is the episode of Arrested Development where Job sinks the boat. Uh, a, a reference that perhaps no one got. Uh, so this is, in fact, from Rick and Morty. Oh. The episode is called oh, okay. Claw and Hoarder, Special Rictims Morty. Uh, clearly four seasons in there, stretching for the pun titles. All right, are you guys ready for your next image? Panelists, what the hell is this? <laughs> I bit the hand. Now who will feed me? <laughs> He's got a hand pun. <laughs> that would be the time. Freddy? A reason to stick to traditional masturbation. <laughs> oh, no. But it feels like someone else is doing it. <laughs> the most enthusiastic game of fetch ever. Oh, no. This is what you get when you fake throw the ball and keep it in your hand. <laughs> All right, anybody else? Sebastian? How did the guy tie his arm to the dog with only one hand? <laughs> that is a good question. I don't know. All right. Uh, so this is from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, in which uh, Lan Fan uses her arm, actually, this is a woman's arm, as a decoy to escape Bradley. And uh, she got the idea in an earlier episode when Ed did the same thing with his arm, which, of course, is not a real arm, so it's not quite as much of a problem for him. All right. Uh, are you guys ready for the next image? Yes. Panelists, what the hell? Is this? <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, when the pig's tail is not the only thing that's curly. Oh, no. <laughs> Catching COVID mid-fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> this is why I'm no longer on FetLife. Oh. Ada? Uh, this is what I think I look like when I don't shave in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's green? <laughs> When the paper bag falls off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anybody else? Any, any other? 
Ada. Bugs Bunny has a better boob guy than me. Oh, no. <laughs> That's true. Bugs Bunny spends a lot of time in bras. It's uh, definitely an interest. Total egg energy. Yeah, if very you know, and have you seen who he follows on Twitter? It's very, like, yeah. he's definitely, okay. Uh, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is from the uh, Looney Tunes short, A Corny Concerto, 1943. So, there you go. It looks like there's just a big red sensor bar in the corner, too, right? Like, <laughs> it does. What the fuck is going on right here? Right? I think a little bit of porkying is going on down there. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> All right, are you guys ready for your next image? Panelists, what the hell is this? That's what I think I look like when I don't shave in the morning. <laughs> Sebastian. I'm on my knees. Now get over here. Oh. <laughs> the way my bong looks at me when I've been cleaning the water in three weeks. <laughs> this is one of those face masks that look offensive. <laughs> right. Hand over the crack now. <laughs> or I'll start praying. <laughs> Sebastian? I got demoted from fry cook to dishwasher. Oh. All right, that's actually close enough to the real answer that we're going to stop right there. This is SpongeBob showing off his abrasive side as, <laughs> as a kitchen sponge. Uh, visual pun. All right, are you guys ready for your next image? Yes, Panelists, what the hell is this? It's a little hard to see on the screen there. Well, that's the panel and everyone in the audience after the show. <laughs> uh, that's me having post-nut gender dysphoria. Oh, no. <laughs> when my arts and crafts project doesn't work out. <laughs> uh, when you really need some lotion on your hands. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, it's not dirty. It's just sweat. <laughs> That's why they come. Yeah, lots of come. <laughs> Anybody else? Well, COVID isn't the only reason to make sure everybody washes their fucking hands. That's true. I'm gonna take his word on this. A <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> All right, thank you, everyone. Uh, so this is a famous scene from the end of Evangelion where Shinji jerks off over the unconscious body of Asuka in the hospital, uh, which Ando intended as a fuck you to his creepiest fans who are writing him all kinds of uh, horrible letters. Uh, so uh, he, this is, th 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 Shinji is a stand-in for all of them in this instance. And he also Wait, just wanted- this was supposed to spite them? Yes. Yeah. Fuck. It did not work. Obviously, Obviously, it did not work. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah. But it was the inspiration for a lot. It feel shame. You're like, I'm so fucked up. <laughs> it was the inspiration for a lot of other iconic <laughs> moments in animation. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't said this in a long time, but I believe, I'm not certain, but I think I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that was it for What the Hell Is This? Please give your panelists a hand. And we're going to move on. <laughs> and we're going to move on to... We're going to move on to another pop quiz. All right. First question. The category is Canadian comedy. Oh, no. We know nothing about that. 
<laughs> Neither does the government. In the film, South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut, the Canadian comedy duo Terrence and Philip are arrested by the U.S. government on the charge that their film Asses of Fire has indoctrinated children to swear, following in the grand tradition of Socrates, who was also accused of corrupting the youth with butt stuff. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? Is, what is Canada's response to their arrest? I Ryan. take revenge by unleashing Avril Lavigne on America's <laughs> unsuspecting youth. Is that how she ended up on the Great North? Nobody has seen that show. Okay. There's a giant Avril Lavigne who lives in space and talks to one of the characters on her, like, her roof at night. It's weird. I mean, all I know is that inst- Instagram really wants me to follow everything Avril does. Like, it's, it's all it shows me. It's Avril this. You know, she's got a new album out. She seems like she's doing very well. That happens when you uh, that happens when you immigrate to Canada. CIC gives your Twitter to, to Avril Lavigne's PR. Well... Um, I think we leveraged our status as mummy's favorite and went and told the English. <laughs> they challenged the U.S. to a hockey fight. You mean a hockey match? No, just the fight. Just the fight, okay. <laughs> uh, they get harassed by Xanta. <laughs> Sarah. They go, come on, don't, please, come on. <laughs> uh, all right, that's actually somewhat close because they, uh, they do write a, uh, a very superficially polite but passive-aggressive apology. Just kidding. Uh, they uh, apparently bombed the Baldwin brothers. I know I've seen this movie, but it was many years ago. <laughs> not, not Daniel. No, right? no. And this was... Who's the other? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he was more relevant when that movie was out. Honestly, I had no, I had no idea who you were talking about. <laughs> oh, like Brad Baldwin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows how many there actually are? I think there's a Tyler in there somewhere. A they Tyler should, Baldwin? They should be twins, and they, they they'd be called the Bald Twins. <laughs> They're Let's and do that. Let's retroactively they've do all that. shot someone. Oof. I'm oh, yikes. <laughs> Too soon, I Hulk guess. Hog me. Hog me. <laughs> Where's the goddamn horn when you need it? <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I already gave you the real answer, so we're going to move on to the next question. The category is check out his SoundCloud. In Satoshi Kon's Paranoia Agent, Tokyo is terrorized by seemingly random attacks by the mysterious juvenile delinquent Shonen Bato also called Lil Slugger in the English translation. What do his victims turn out to have in common? Ryan. Uh, They all enjoy hanging out in dark alleyways. (laughs) (laughs) They're all Batman's parents. (laughs) (laughs) They're all Japanese. These are hate crimes. Oh, no. Anyone else? Ada. They all made fun of Lil Slugger's name. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not better than Bat Boy, although that explains the origin story with Batman's parents, I think. Anybody else? Sebastian. They were all attacked by a guy with a bat? That's true. That's true. 
Also not true, because he's kind of a supernatural creation of everyone's imagination, because the actual answer is that they were all going through personal crises, which were resolved by the attention and sympathy they got for being victims of a random attack. <laughs> Shonen Bat is created by like the, yeah, anyway. Lying always works. It does. <laughs> it's about the greater good. All right. That's some <laughs> radical fucking therapy. <laughs> <laughs> smack with a bat. Change your life. <laughs> Still 200 bucks an hour, but it works. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next question. Straight to the money bin. What innovation in the early years of animation saved studios millions of dollars in labor costs? They discovered copy and pasting. <laughs> Sebastian. Not paying animators for the hours they spent jerking it to the Pixar moms. Oh, that's true. All animation is now free. Uh, they let Jeff Bezos plan out the bathroom breaks. Oh, no. <laughs> they do a lot of animation in North Korea now, and I think that's probably still better working conditions. <laughs> Ada. Uh, animating sausage party. Because there were horrible conditions. It w they weren't. It's okay. Oh, no. We don't. <laughs> I'll look into Nobody it. knows anything about... About the working conditions of Sausage Party or has seen Sausage Party? My, um, my mom thought it was a great idea to watch it with my little brother. Oh, nice. It's rated R, and they were like, no, we're going to watch it, and then they watched it. Um, it was, I could not believe them. <laughs> they got, okay, they got five minutes into it, and then they and stopped, then... and then they're like, it's rated R for, I'm like, yeah, that's how ratings work. <laughs> did they stop at the orgy part, or did they just finish? <laughs> Out of your mouth. <laughs> oh no! They said at the orgy. <laughs> what do you call that act? The aristocrats. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the actual answer is uh, giving animated characters four fingers instead of five. Also, uh, dark room scenes where that's just a black screen with floating eyeballs saves a huge amount of money. So every time you see that, no, they're just being cheap. I'd uh, like to get four fingers instead of five, <laughs> if you know what I mean. You're so predictable. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next question. The category is We Chef. In Pixar's Ratatouille, a young cook teams up with a rat to prepare gourmet food in the restaurant of the late celebrity chef, Auguste Gusteau. What was Gusteau's motto? Pest control, bah, who needs it? <laughs> Apparently. Uh, what's a motto with you? What's a motto with me? What's a motto with you? Yeah. Yeah. Sebastian. My only wish is for my son to become a Gundam piloted by a rat. <laughs> and it came true. That's the magic of Disney. Ada. Wait, uh, Gusto is French, right? It is, he is. So his catchphrase is, ho, 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 oui, oui, baguette. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gusto's catchphrase is, no, I do not swim, that is the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Uh, the correct answer is, anyone can cook. Uh, because apparently he'd never met my wife. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's a shitty motto. I see. Like, okay, it's also it's not, not true. <laughs> like, all right. He didn't say cook well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next question. The category is sports medicine. 
in Space Jam, Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny give their basketball team a boost by having them drink a mysterious liquid called Michael's Secret Stuff. What actually is Michael Jordan's secret stuff? Blood, sweat, and tears. Drink up. <laughs> I guess we're lucky it wasn't Magic Johnson's secret stuff. Oh, too soon. It's come. It's come. They're drinking cum. <laughs> Still lucky. Ada. A uh, Lola Bunny's bath water. <laughs> <laughs> She's making a lot of money these days. It's, it's uh, in my goblet. Oh, no. Oh, no. EPO. Heard it works very well. <laughs> Even I don't get that. Uh, animating sausage part. I'm just trying to get, do a callback. <laughs> Undiagnosed anti personality or anti social personality disorder, whichever is the proper term for psychopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are two different personality disorders, but equally not fun to date, as I have learned. It's a performance enhancing drug. Ah, it's a performance enhancing drug. It's just, it's just fucking Gatorade, man. That shit kicks. <laughs> Actually, that is Lola Bunny's bathwater, in case you didn't know. That's why they dump it all over the guys at the end of the... Anyway, <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, he's twisting Sprite with lean. <laughs> ooze. Ooze? <laughs> it's ooze. It's ooze. Yeah. Ooze. 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 You never had it? I never had it. Okay. Don't knock it till you tried it. Ooze. All right. <laughs> uh, the correct the answer. The show is sponsored by Ooze. <laughs> what is Ooze? Would you tell me more about it? <laughs> Sebastian's got like crates of Ooze. <laughs> and we'll give it I became my own boss by selling Ooze. <laughs> you don't want to be downstream in the Ooze. Though. <laughs> All right. Uh, the correct answer is Michael Jordan's secret stuff is just plain water. Yes, ordinary water, laced with a few spoonfuls of LSD. That's, that's my best Farnsworth. It doesn't sound right, I'm sorry. All right, uh, so yeah, it was just water and magic, because of course it's like Dumbo's feather. All right, moving on to the next question. The category is unsinkable ships. According to a totally real survey I did not make up, what is the most iconic, will they or won't they, anime couple of all time? Freddie. Gone and Hisoka. Yeah! I'm getting turned on! <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Crunchyroll and YouTuber sponsorships? <laughs> It's, it's obviously it's obviously Goku and Vegeta. Like, just fuck already, goddamn. Sarah. No, it's clearly Vegeta's penis and me. <laughs> Anime fans and showering. Oh. I don't think they ever will. No, they never will. <laughs> and then they have... Well, Everybody's they have, been to a Comic-Con. There's nobody yeah. arguing with you right now. <laughs> Except for then they have the 20-minute arc where they're in the shower the whole time and because, you know, they're, you know, mom's downstairs. Anyway. <sighs> Moving on to... The, oh, okay, the real answer. The real answer. <laughs> Uh, is, of course, uh, Shinji in his right hand, as we saw earlier. But uh, also uh, Inuyasha and Kagome, or according to the fandom, Inuyasha and Sashomaru. All right, moving on to the next question. The category is Bender's fame. In Avatar The Last Airbender, Aang disappears for a hundred years after discovering what? Sarah. Uh, that his crypto tanked. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sebastian? His show about magical Asian people was written by five white guys. Oh, no. Ada? Uh, he discovered a website where he could binge watch Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> Ready. Pornhub Premium? <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, the correct answer is that the uh, creators were going to force him to actually get together with Katara. Um, sorry, does, does everybody else like that? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> the correct Only answer... Us and everybody in the combined yeah. earth, fire, water, <laughs> and air tribes, okay? <laughs> Disrespectful! You can pronounce the Japanese names right, that's cool, but don't disrespect Katara and Aang. Katara's clearly supposed to get with Zuko, although he is... Also clearly, like, so deep in the closet uh, based on his daddy issues and his weird marriage. Yeah. Oh, he also discovered the other Avatar did better. <laughs> That's true. Uh, she has muscles. All right. So the, uh, the real answer is that uh, he discovers he's the Avatar and gets, uh, runs away and gets frozen in ice for 100 years. All right. That's it for this uh, pop quiz. Give your panelists a hand. We're going to move on to the next section of the game. Not bloody likely. And not bloody likely, I give everybody some unlikely scenarios. And uh, we, uh, you all go up to the mic in the front of the stage. Are you guys ready for your first unlikely situation? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Unlikely Disney princesses. I'm a trans woman. <laughs> Ready. I'm a black man. <laughs> yes, she's in a coma. No, you cannot kiss her. Please leave the hospital. <laughs> I have a great family life and all my relatives are alive. <laughs> Anyone else? This time maybe if I fuck the frog. <laughs> <laughs> wow, me and my stepmom get along really well. <laughs> Finally, a Disney princess with IBS. <laughs> this country is oppressed by the royalty. There's nothing romantic about them. Oh. All right, thank you, everybody. We're going to move on to the next unlikely scenario. Rejected anime ultimate attacks. Vegeta's penis. <laughs> <laughs> Crippling anxiety, go! <laughs> Kamehame, next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> that was not rejected. Uh, best two out of three. <laughs> I summon the power of ancestral guilt. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, thank you guys. We're going to move on to the next unlikely situation. Classic cartoon moments that aged poorly. Any Disney cartoon before 1950, including the Dumbo Crows and that time Mickey Mouse did blackface. <laughs> Times. I found several. Yes, Herr Rabbit, it is time for you to help thine Führer. <laughs> Y'all remember the jazz scene from Aristocats? Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to Kevin Spacely Sprockets. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, just uh, in general. It's, like, it's very, so romantic, you know, when, when she got Stockholm Syndrome like that. <laughs> Loved it. Sebastian? Anytime Walt Disney uh, had to talk about Jews. Yeah. This is why we've never had a princess with IBS. 
Uh, every time us, uh, there were eyes in one of those darkroom scenes because it reminded me of the SpongeBob episode all over again. <laughs> they say money. <laughs> the very special episode of He-Man where a priest comes to Eternia. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Thanks, everybody. We're going to move on to our next unlikely situation. Unexpected Scooby-Doo revelations. You were just a guy in a dog suit the entire time? (laughs) Wait, Shaggy was smoking weed? (laughs) And one time, Salvia, by accident. (laughs) Hey, we're not actually allowed to make arrests, so... And Doug Ford is actually Rob Ford? (laughs) Scooby-dooby-doo, where are you? Oh, there you are. (laughs) The one thing I can tell you is that Fred's ascot never comes off. (laughs) Scooby, why do you have such a shit vocabulary compared to Scrappy? (laughs) Uh, Small business owners are criminals. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, guys, this is a crackhead. And the true monster was the friendship we made along the way. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Thank you, guys. We're going to move on to the next unlikely situation. Rejected cartoon musical numbers. Be our guest. Be our guest. You are under house arrest. You're not allowed to leave. (laughs) You've got an enemy. Sid's got an enemy. And he's got PTSD. Because <laughs> now he knows that, you know, they're real. Yeah. <laughs> You've got an STI. <laughs> it'll be all right and it'll be okay, just as long as our characters are not gay. Oh. <laughs> Definitely not, not rejected. Not that way. Anybody else? Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil. If nobody fucks her, my dog certainly will. <laughs> Call me by your name. <laughs> Tell me you love me in private. <laughs> three holes, three holes. Pick up your bowling ball and roll. <laughs> I can show you my cock. Aladdin's first move on Tinder, bro. (laughs) Sorry, I have something to add to that. I can show you my cock. Send it right to your cell phone. (laughs) Frankly, it hasn't been blown since before the decade's turn. (laughs) (laughs) Won't you open my text? Even though you don't know me, I just asked you to blow me. (laughs) The eye contact. Yeah, don't you dare close your eyes. (laughs) Dave, don't be so taciturn. Hey, fuck you, girl. You weren't that pretty anyway. How dare you tell me no, you worthless hoe. What is going on? It's true, nice guys this, this just can't get laid. <laughs> I'll say, okay, thank you. I'm not clapping. I'm concerned. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. <laughs> I do. I do think that the host needs a hug, though. <laughs> thank you. Okay, buddy. This 
Okay. Nah, he's got very that strong was, feelings. That was from Insaladin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't you. Uh, no. No, Can't, because I send those to men, so it's fine. That's co-written by several Reddit threads that I've stumbled across. All right, we're going to move on to the next one. Iconic Disney moments, but anime. Tarzan, but they're in high school for some reason. <laughs> Scar, brother, help me. Mufasaro. I'll let you, I'll tell you a secret. I killed Mufasa. And then the camera zooms in to Simba, and he think, remembers his childhood when his dad said, if people tell you secrets, that means... They'll reveal everything, Simba. And he remembered that moment. <laughs> and now it's all been revealed. <laughs> uh, that part where I cry at Toy Story 3, but it's just a shot of my one teardrop for the entire episode. Cinderella, I have your shoe. Whoa, I tripped and landed on your boobs. <laughs> and somehow the camera needed to be under her skirt to get the action. I don't know. <laughs> There's no way that Sleeping Beauty makes it to the third act to sleep with all that shit going on. The Little Mermaid didn't lose her voice. She's just shy. <laughs> Ursula, you haven't even seen my final form. <laughs> wow, the gay content in this Disney film is under nine seconds. <laughs> under the sea. Under the sea. There are so many tentacles. <laughs> it's under the sea again, but then Godzilla starts coming out of the water. It's okay, Woody. I'll use my super special attack. Arm cannon, go! <laughs> it's under the sea again, but it's like all those animes that didn't do too well on AV Club. <laughs> <laughs> Woody, before I fly, I'm going to charge my wings! <laughs> uh, Pinocchio, but every time his nose gets longer, he also gets a nosebleed. <laughs> Excellent, okay. All right, one more. Oh, does it say any Pixar film, only they're also thick as fuck still? Like, it's still at its fan service, man! <laughs> okay, thanks very much, everybody. That was it. For uh, whatever the name of this game is. <laughs> Not Bloody Likely. That was it for Not Bloody Likely. Please give your panelists a hand. We're going to move on to the last section of our game. We can leave that there, which is Debate Club. In Debate Club, our panelists debate important questions of the day, uh, in this case, relating to the theme of animation. So, debating our first question which is the greatest cartoon villain? We have Sarah Ashby and Will Noy. Sarah Ashby is arguing that Scrappy-Doo is the greatest cartoon villain, while Will Noy is uh, arguing that Orochimaru Wait. is the greatest cartoon villain. But Scrappy-Doo's not a villain, though. Yeah, no, he kind of is. No, he's not! <laughs> yeah, if you actually think about it, he's actually a villain. No, Scrappy-Doo is a fucking cultural icon that made the fucking show. Uh, absolutely not. He has done nothing to help the Scooby gang in absolutely any way. All right, fine. You know what? Fuck it. I'm calling an audible. I'm not going to do a Rochimaru. Uh, biggest villain in cartoons, Mrs. Frizzle. What? All right. All yeah. right. Fine. Magic School Bus. What? Fine. All right. All right. Mrs. Frizzle versus Scrappy-Doo. Sarah, you have one minute starting now. All right. Scrappy-Doo. First off, where did he come from? 
Like, everyone says that he's just Scooby's nephew, but can we really take anything Scooby says seriously? Uh, he's just really learning how to talk. He might have messed things up and just said, I found this thing. Uh, and again, very, very strange motives. What does Scrappy actually want from anything other than to scrap? Uh, <laughs> Like, this guy doesn't seem very uh, uh, fun to be around off the top. Uh, and when you actually get to meet him and see his grading personality, you understand why whoever was his actual parents gave him away to their dog uncle. <laughs> and we're like, please take this thing off our hands. We don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> Ten seconds? All right, I'll conclude there. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Scrappy Doo is a dog of action, okay? <laughs> Um, okay, uh, yeah, I got this. I know this. What, 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 let me know when to start. Go for it. You've got a minute starting now. Mrs. Frizzle, right? Okay. Wonderful childhood educator or ginger menace, all right? <laughs> Who the hell is going to take a bunch of children shrunk down inside of a human body? Do you have any idea the dangers that the immune system represents to them kids? And you're going to tell me she didn't lose one? Not one. There was like three kids that didn't have names for a reason. They are the magic school bus equivalent of a Star Trek red shirt, okay? <laughs> and this is the other thing too. She comes from a dynasty of mad women. Like whenever she was done the job, she sent her cousin to go and terrorize a whole new generation of children. <laughs> like I'm telling you, 12 year olds need discipline, safety, and respect, not being shot out of a cannon into the fucking cosmos. <laughs> a bus isn't airtight. Like, come on now. She needs to be stopped, she needs to be censured, and god damn it, I'm just mad I wasn't on that bus, okay? <laughs> All right, thank you, Will. Sarah, you have 30 seconds to respond. All right. Uh, Beyond Scared Straight, great example of getting kids on the right track. Scrappy-Doo turns on his friends. Any situation <laughs> he can, he will put everyone in danger's way in order to either get a fight or take over Mr. Bean's body. Like, <laughs> this guy's bad. He wants to take over. Look, I'm not saying that Scrappy-Doo is a godless man, but God spelled backwards is dog, so... <laughs> All right, thank you, Sarah. Will you have the last word? 30 seconds, starting now. Scrappy-Doo is the most action-oriented member on that whole squad, okay? <laughs> but I don't have time to defend Scrappy. Let me go in on Miss Frizzle a little bit more. What kind of person does it take to actually go out and put themselves in that much danger, let alone kids that ain't even theirs. I ain't got kids, <laughs> I got nephews, and I'll fuck them up. Yeah, I'll put, them in, I'll put them in a little box, let them slide down the stairs, why the fuck not? You're only a kid once, but I'm not taking them into the mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. All right, thank you, Will. All right, now you, the audience, get to decide. Do you agree with Sarah that Scrappy-Doo is the greater cartoon villain? Please applaud. Or do you agree with Will that Mrs. Frizzle is the greater cartoon villain? All right, Will, you have one. Congratulations. That's one point for... Oh, sportsmanship. One point for the Sailor Senshi. All right, moving on to the next question. Uh, debating will be Freddie Jan and Ryan Beveridge on the question, who is the more dangerous adversary, Light Yagami or Rick Sanchez? Arguing in favor of light is Freddie Jan. Arguing in favor of Rick is Ryan Beveridge. Freddie, you have one minute. 
Starting uh, now. Okay, I will start. So for those of you who don't know, Light Yagami can kill people by writing your name in a book called The Death Note, and that kills you. Light Yagami is a sociopath. The only name he doesn't know is his parents, right? So <laughs> you don't really want to be messing with him. On top of that, I'm pretty sure he's asexual, so you can't seduce him. He's not going to be into it. Meanwhile, Rick is sexually attracted to every single creature under the sun. So <laughs> there's a lot of ways you can attack him. You know, and he has his, uh, he has his pain points, he has his vulnerabilities, like Rick cares about his family. Light does not. Light is looking to kill anyone who's a criminal, and as the series goes by, he uh, starts to be a little bit harsher and harsher with what constitutes a criminal. You steal a base in baseball, Light's going to put your name down in the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Light is uh, definitely the more dangerous adversary. All right, thank you, Freddie. Will you have one minute? Oh, or, sorry, Ryan. Ryan, you have one minute You're starting forgetting. now. <laughs> I'm back in time. That's yeah. all right. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, yeah, yeah. So Light does know everyone's name, but which version of Rick are you talking about? Because <laughs> the thing with Rick is, like, he can just hop in a parallel universe and be another version of himself. Like, he's completely elusive, whereas. Light is just some guy. <laughs> like, you know, without the Death Note, he's just like completely powerless, you know? I think without the Death Note, Light would just be like an entrepreneur or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe just he invents a new way of cashing checks or something really boring. But yeah, I think he's... I think he's whereas Rick can, can muster up you know, something out of anything. He can become a fucking pickle. I mean, if I go outside, you know, he's way, way less limited, you know? All right, thank you, Ryan. Uh, Freddie, you have 30 seconds to respond, starting now. Uh, okay, so uh, yes, Rick does have his, uh, his dimensional friends, but they actually all hate each other. They wouldn't even work <laughs> together. So there's really only one Rick that we have to worry about. Two, if Rick was in the audience, yes, he'd be able to kill us quite quickly with all of his scientific powers. But if Light was in the audience, he would have been able to kill us just by being on the group chat. So <laughs> <laughs> it's really uh, no debate here. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Freddie. Ryan, you have the last word. I mean, they're both, they're both cheap narrative shots, aren't they, effectively? You can, write, you can write people's name in a book and kill them. I mean, you know, with, with Rick, it's sort of a similar thing because you can just invent a new, a new form that allows him to carry on. Like, he, he, he is basically immortal because he just exists to do whatever they want in terms of narrative. And also, he's really good at music, you know. <laughs> Get swifty, that was a jam. You know? yeah. And that's that. I rest my case. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. I would just like to add that Light is clearly not asexual because he must have gotten off on that foot washing scene. Oh, that, 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 <laughs> on the rainy roof. That is true. Because I know true. I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so now you, the audience, get to decide. Do you agree with Freddie Jan that Light Yagami is the more dangerous enemy? Or do you agree with Ryan Beveridge that Rick Sanchez is the more dangerous enemy? All right, congratulations. Ryan, that's a point for the Scooby Gang. All right, our last debate of the evening. Debating the question, in the end, which is actually better, anime or Western cartoons? Arguing in favor of anime, we have Sebastian Chow. Or arguing in favor of Western cartoons, we have Ada Nicole. Sebastian, you have one minute, starting now. Anime is an important part of what makes Japan's culture unique. I mean, the whole culture was bombed down to nothing, and then they rebuilt it with anime. That, and like ever since cartoons as old as Sailor Moon, 
not only does it move your heart, it also moves your dick because it's just, <laughs> it's, it's so good. And it's family friendly because it's censored, you know, it doesn't show on anonymous. You can watch it with your mama, it's fine. It's perfect. What can you do if you don't like anime? You don't like Japanese um, car <laughs> cartoons. That's it. That's the fact. <laughs> Is that all? Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Sebastian. Ada, you have one minute starting now. Okay. I'd like to point out something that Sebastian said earlier in the show when he was asked... Uh, if uh, anime is good, he responded, no, and don't start watching it. Um, and I think that's a very interesting uh, statement coming from uh, this debater right here. Completely antithetical to everything he's trying to say at the moment. Uh, really, really screwed yourself over on that one. Um, here's the thing. You watch Saturday morning cartoons. You don't stick around for Saturday afternoon anime. <laughs> okay? You, you stay for the, for the goofy 15-minute uh, cartoon shorts. I don't want to watch a dramatic one-hour piece about the fragility of life. Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> Sebastian, you have 30 seconds to respond. Anime doesn't happen on Saturday mornings. It happens at all times because you stream it, dummy. <laughs> Crunchyroll, sponsored by Crunchyroll. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not made for children, but they can enjoy it too if they use the internet and um, don't pay attention to that thing that asks if you're 18. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Sebastian. All right, now you, the audience, get to decide. Do hey. you agree? Oh, sorry. No, but I finished it. Ada, you I get, finished it. You get, you get no. 30 seconds to respond. Oh, my goodness. I'm losing track. I just want to point out that his argument was him thinking I didn't know what Netflix was <laughs> or, like, Crunchyroll. Um, I just want to... You can also stream, like, cartoons, and uh, I honestly think... I'm, I'm here for the, the goofs, the gaffs, uh, lots of laughs. You know, I like the bright colors and... Uh, sometimes I think there's a lot more uh, diversity in art style, and I think I don't know. I I, I just like I'd rather watch SpongeBob uh, cry his eyes out again than watch anime. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Ada. So now you, the audience, get to decide. Do you agree with Sebastian Chow that anime is better, or do you agree with Ada Nicole that Western cartoons are better? All right, Western cartoons win. That's two points for the Scooby Gang. And now you guys get to decide who wins the game overall. So by sound of applause, did you guys like the Scooby Gang here on the left? Or did you guys like the Sailor Senshi? <laughs> okay, I think the Scooby Gang takes it. So congratulations. Congratulations, Scooby Gang. All right, so that <laughs> uh, that has been our show. This has been Comedy Game Showdown Looney Tunes. I've been your host, Dan Donnelly. Uh, the Scooby Gang have been Sarah Ashby, Ryan Beveridge, Ada Nicole, the Sailor Senshi have been Will Noy, Freddie Jan, and Sebastian Chow. Give them a hand. Our next episode will be live right here on May 23rd at 8 o'clock, and the theme will be I Love the 2010s, a retrospective on the last decade that we didn't get to do in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you out there listening, we will also be at Humorfest in Quebec City on May 28th at the Pub St. Patrick. So if you're going to be in Quebec City at the end of May, come down and see us. It'll be a great comedy festival, and we're all going to have a good time. 
Follow our Patreon if you like. It's uh, a good place to get cheap tickets to the show. It's actually a quarter price if you subscribe. And uh, we've got some extra bonuses for subscribers. And you can follow us. Our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is all and a Scotch Egg, which is this production company. Or you can visit our website, andascotchegg.com, for updates and previous episodes if you're interested in listening. <laughs> so thanks a lot, everybody. Uh, that's been your show. Have a good night and a lovely rest of the week. 